Alright, that was that was Tony Tony Velez and the Boys from Trouble. I wanna start this episode off with the old VH1 hit Wonder by a group called Tony Velez and the Boys in Trouble. Freestyling the intro in my old basement. As they would say overseas, later when the boys were famous, they called that song the Tony Tro. People love that song. They love that song so much they live by it. People will go around washing people's cars. Almost getting themselves shot. Some guy got brick thrown at him washing someone's car trying not to tell him about it. Or other people would go into people's houses and start doing laundry, washing whites with colors. And not telling people a gosh darn thing. Yeah, Tony and the boys, they end up touring the world on that one song. They had bands opening up for them that went by the name of Puddle of Mud. Don't know if you ever heard of them. Other bands opening for them by the name of the Doobie Brothers. They've also been talking to Aaron Carter about maybe doing a remix, give the boys their second win. Anyways, this is uh, episode number eight. On this episode, I have a young lad by the name of Chris Calvino, or known in the streets as Chris Chaos. Saw Chris selling patches being punk as cuss. Then he went ahead and started a band with um, one of our old guests' son, Andy Franchier, with his son Brody. They got a band called Government Surveillance. Chris is a 16-year-old wise to old punk and hardcore. It was a fun conversation. Took me to school, which I knew he would. Also, the singer of their band, Government Surveillance, Leland Slaff Sloffer. He was sitting in there getting some words in, talking some chat, chitting some of that chat. We talked about how they handled lockdown, how their band started, their life of music. I ramble about some anxiety tag stories, share some thoughts with them. It was a good conversation. Check out Chris's zine at Radioactive Youth Zine. And then his band at Government Surveillance. All this is on Instagram. And then Chris has his uh, little store, website store too, at Punk Rock Emporium. Check him out. Give him a like. Buy some of the stuff. His zine's pretty cool. He does his own drawings, interviews bands. He's a very D- DIY kind of guy. Young lad. All right, I hope you guys enjoy that. Also, by the way, my little baby boy came into the world. Coming in at 8 pounds, 1 ounce. Black hair and fat cheeks, just like his dad dad. It's pretty wild. Being a dad, one thing, and now being a dad to a boy, intense. Never had a dad. I am a dad. Yeah. Yeah, but enjoy this episode. All right. Bye-bye. 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 This is the first episode of the... No, sorry. Rewind. This is the second episode of the Greater Details. 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 Yeah, I like it. I think. Yeah. Detail. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. Getting Frankenstein in with the like microphones. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I actually saw a guy getting chest pumped, trying really? to bring him back to life. I was uh, driving by me and uh, Tony from work, my coworker. Yeah. Tony, what up? And um, this uh, guy that we always saw that sits like on his, at his front porch, heavy set guy, always smoking cigarettes. Yeah. He was. Well, we saw the ambulance and the police in front of his house, and we, so we go drive by, and you see them like right inside the doorway, just holy crap, pumping them, damn, pumping them full of lead. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> chest pumping them, and and I don't think he made it. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Hagrid, right? Yeah. R.I.P. Hagrid. Oh yeah, dude. I told. I like saw it today that like a post on Insta that he died. Yeah. yeah. I heard he's cool. Here's a cool guy. Haggard. Alright, this is episode 8 of The Greater Details. And I hope you guys enjoyed episode 7, if you listened to it. Hope you cried a little bit. Send me your tears. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on episode 8, I got Chris Surveillance. Chris, what's your last name? I forgot. Uh, Calvillo. Or... Chris, Chris Calvillo. And he's in a band called Government Surveillance. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It's a new band in Tatchby. Tatchby, is it punk or hardcore or mix? Punk hardcore? Uh, like a mix. We're, tr we're trying different stuff. Yeah, because you have a lot of history. I mean, you're a 16-year-old, right? Yeah. 16 years old, but he probably has uh, more history in him than I do probably with the, the punk scene. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's really into... What do you call it? Like, uh, researching. Yeah. What's that word that kids use? <laughs> researching. The Indiana Jones of hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones? Alright, I like that. Yeah. You carry a satchel? <laughs> I can't find one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's not a purse, it's a satchel. <laughs> you ever seen The Hangover? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Dude, that, that seems funny. <laughs> Alright, so, what's up, Chris? Um, should I respond? Yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry. I like um, to jump. So, um, I'm I'm doing good right now. I'm pretty good. Super excited to be on here. Yeah. Share my views. Your stuff. life. Yeah. And everything. And then you got um your singer of the band also uh, with you. Yeah, Leland Stoffer right here. Yep. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you play the guitar, right? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about. So you were born in Tat, not Tatchby. You're probably born in Bakersfield, Lancaster. Yeah, uh, Bakersfield. Bakersfield, but you've been living in Tatchby your whole life, right? Uh, well, I moved a short while to Bakersfield, like sixth or seventh grade for like a year. Then we moved back. Yeah, mostly Tatchby my whole life. Oh yeah. You're because because I know your parents. You're exposed to a lot of music as a young kid already. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. So, what was like your first genre of music that you started to like? Definitely metal. I remember like I don't really remember, but I remember stories of just me, three years old, wearing a studded belt, like and a Guitar Hero controller, just jamming out to Slipknot, Corn, freaking like Metallica. I was a huge like really big ACDC fan. Cold Chamber, like like new metal, like. That's kind of what I was shown first. Yeah, because your dad was into most of that, right? Yeah, a lot of metal. Yeah, a lot of metal. And your mom, was she into metal too? Or she, what was she uh, into? Art LeBeau? She's kind of <laughs> into everything. She's like punk, metal, and even to like house music, like nonstop beats. Like, doom, doom, Yeah, doom, yeah, she like. has a big genre of music. Yeah. 
Which yeah. I really like. It's like sometimes she'll be like listening to Slayer, and like next like song will be like some like Beethoven. Or, um, oh, cool! Yeah, mixing it up. Yeah, which is really cool for especially someone for you like young and getting to hear all these different types of music right away. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, because like for me, it was mainly like Art LeBeau and like MTV, like '80s rock. You know? Yeah. Like I didn't get exposed to like sweet music like right away, like Pantera. You yeah. probably heard that early and like yeah. just like punk bands. I'm sure. Yeah. When did you start switching from like metal to punk? Yeah. Well, I I, I was in a punk when I was very early. Like, I remember being second grade. I'd like listen to Dead Candies, Misfits, Minor Threat. But it was not until like freaking like until I moved in like to my like not like not till I entered middle school that I started getting more into punk. No, fuck that. All right, scratch, scratch, scratch. All right, start over, start over. Did you know about the new tattoo and piercing shop in town? We don't tattoo underage kids, in case you're wondering, but we do tattoo grown-ups. And we do piercings, and no, we don't pierce underage kids, just in case you're wondering. But if you show up drunk and you say, hey, tattoo my kid's forehead saying kick me or pierce my kid's mouth shut and we do it, that's your fucking fault. So come down to Bri Rose Tattoo Shop and get tattooed by Megan or Anna Rose and get pierced by me, myself, I, Kylie. Again, Bri Rose Tattoo. Come on down. How the fuck do I stop this? Also, Bernie, I guessed your fucking password. <laughs> Love you, bye. I, I got a shout out to I got a shout out my librarian, Miss Reddick of like the middle school because like I started like this thing in at the middle school called Punk Rock Club, oh, yeah. and there it's like we used to talk just talk about bands. She educated me more. It's like first I was like a huge fan of the Sex Pistols, and like more I looked in like. I kind of found out they're just like kind of assholes. Do you use women? Do you oh yeah, like the sex pistols. Yeah, and like she showed me more bands like Poison Idea, uh, Germs, huge Germs fan, Black Flag, yeah, Crass, all like British UK metal, not not metal, punk and like hardcore like that. That transition was pretty awesome. That's awesome that she did that. Did you learn her like history of like what where she got all into that? Um. Actually, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like call her and like check more because oh uh, well, I actually don't really know how she got into punk. I should have probably asked her when I was <laughs> no, in middle I school. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I wouldn't probably bother. Like, hey, tell me about your story. Let's sit yeah. down and talk about. It. <laughs> no, I, I remember one time I went to the middle school and I saw a flyer at, like a punk club. I figured it had something to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's before we kind of talk like. I've always, like, seen you through, like, social media because you're your mom, and so I always saw you growing up, like, that's how come I knew, like, you were into, like, metal music, and then you're into punk music, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, then what really caught my attention was you were out in the corner selling patches. Oh, yeah. Working that corner. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Want to talk about your, got the idea about your patches and doing that? Yeah. Uh, well, like, halfway through COVID or, like, post-COVID, I was getting really bored, just tired of watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show on repeat. <laughs> like, I literally just started, like, out learning how to sew, cut stencil, cutting stencils out, and, like, I first started, like, making, like, first stencil I cut out, it's, like, I used it for a shirt, and then I thought, like, I could, I could make patches with this. 
And, like, I started making more and more that I couldn't fit on any clothes. And, like, mom, my mom suggested, it's like, why, why don't you just sell it? And I'm like, I was like, yeah, I could probably get, like, good money from that. And first time I did, I just took this huge poster board, like, literally in the thinnest Sharpie ever, like, punk patches for sale. And I went to my... Uh, grandma's house at first because she lives by Jake's Steakhouse and there's like a lot of traffic right there. Yeah, that's And people were stopping by going like, what does it say? Um, it's, it says punk patches and they're like, dude, you, ha you have to get a bigger sign. <laughs> and just like doing that more and more over time, I learned how to just like sell patches and do like stuff like that. And it got pretty easy over time. That's pretty awesome. And didn't you say that some of the cloth from the patches was like from X Men movies or something? Were you telling me that? Uh, or someone got the. Oh yeah, uh, freaking um, my sister's best friend's mom. Or uh, I'm not gonna say their names because I don't want them to get like. Oh no, sorry. Uh, get in trouble for yeah. taking the. Uh, they own a leather supply company. Most of the leather leather they have down there is like used for movies, superhero movies, like. And one time I was like looking through a box of like just cloth, leather, and stuff they gave me. And on the back I saw Black Widow, Thor, and Captain America. And I'm like, holy crap! And it's like, this was used for movies. Yeah. And like, I, I didn't, it's like I used it once. And like, when, well, crap, sorry, I'm, I'm blanking out right now. No, that's right. Like, for a short while I was doing like leather patches, but like on acrylic on leather doesn't really work. It like rubs off or like it comes off like once it's been worn out and stuff. Yeah. So I stopped using like leather for a short while, but for a short while someone out there probably has like some like leather patch that like freaking is the cloth for Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of them. Oh, wait, yeah, you do. Yeah, you get me one. <laughs> I still got which, it, too. Which patch was it? It was uh, G.G. Allen. Oh, wait, yeah. His uh, tomb, right? Mm. Not tomb. <laughs> His, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, gravestone, that's right. Yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy that his, his dad named him Jesus Christ? Yeah. It's like, I remember, uh, like, first getting G.G. Uh, Allen and finding out, like, his dad was, like, majorly, like, kind of insane. Yeah. And, like, I was like, he's not effed up. He's just majorly disturbed. Like, yeah. like well, you got, you got majorly disturbed and effed up yeah. his dad and yeah. his mom's choice and boyfriend. Yeah. But, yeah, it's crazy. His dad would, uh, they all went and lived in a cabin. Yeah. They didn't have, like, running water, electricity. They had to boil their water and use that same water for bathing, cleaning their clothes. And yeah. Drinking out of. Yeah. And the dad hated the daylight. He lived in darkness. I remember one time, like, the mom was, like, saying, like, I knew we had to leave because, like, he literally made, like, coffins for them. And he said, it's like, it's like, this is where I'm going to put you guys. And, like, she said, like, screw that, man. It's like, the moment he leaves for town, we're booking it out. Hitchhike, like, to my, free to their, like, grandmother's house. Is that where they went to the grandmother's house? Uh, yeah, I think they, like, stayed there for a short while until, like, she got back on her feet. So, yeah, so she got, like, another boyfriend. Well, not a boy, another boyfriend. So yeah. she started dating guys because was it DJ Allen said that his mom would, was always bad at choosing the guys. Yeah. But, I, but they I, I weren't ever as bad as his real dad. Yeah, they weren't. Like, I don't think a guy, like, there's no other guy as bad, like, who can name their kid Jesus. Right. Like, just Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> just Jesus. <laughs> I, was, I didn't uh, figure out yet, though. What does GG stand for? Actually, I have no idea. I think, like, GG is, like... Because his real name is, like, his mom changed it, like, back to, like, 
Kevin or like yeah I, I didn't and like, like Gigi was like his persona that he made like yeah. it's like he was like two faced like there's Harvey Dent and there's like two faced like, oh, okay yeah like, there's <laughs> Kevin and there's Gigi like, yeah you know it's crazy you're talking about DC Comics and uh, Gigi Allen when he went on tour on one of his tours he brought um, I can't remember the director of the new Joker movie but that guy went oh, yeah he went and did a documentary about Gigi Allen mm-hmm. and then later did the Joker like, movie like hated Gigi Allen I have that on DVD yeah I haven't watched it all but I was just watching some of it yeah that's pretty cool I never knew that it's like I remember I found that out and when I found that out I was like telling everyone at school it's like the, like the guy who made the new Joker he did a <laughs> Gigi Allen documentary oh my god it's like what's his name like it I, says it was uh, J-E-J-E because when he was younger he couldn't pronounce it Jesus Oh, okay. And then it became GG. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. Hey, you ever listen to the Joe Rogan podcast? Uh, sometimes. You know, he has this side guy that comes out with his facts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! That's, that's Ryan, right? <laughs> 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 nice. uh, yeah, that's cool that that he made that documentary, then later made the Joker movie, you know, the newer Joker movie? Yeah. It's, it's cool awesome. that, like... One of the reasons why I have you here, too, is because you're just so knowledgeable about that. Like, you went to school and you're like, oh my god, the guy that did the Joker movie yeah. did the Gigi Allen documentary. Yeah. I give you history lessons on yeah, the spot. Yeah, sharing history lessons. I feel like, like, I do that all the time with, like, random stuff. And I feel like, like, sometimes people will just, like, talk to me about something new. I'll tell them about, oh, like, like, something like the thing that's new was, like, efficient like maybe done by this or done by that give them like a history lesson lesson for like an hour or 30 minutes and like by the time i'm like done talking they're like oh okay okay <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like you didn't need to talk here for an hour yeah <laughs> but you knew you did because they need to hear it yeah. <laughs> they need to know man yeah they gotta know they, they should gotta know, know the truth <laughs> it's good that there's someone there to tell them yeah are you knowledgeable too lean about that stuff or are you learning it through chris I'm pretty knowledgeable about it. I've always been interested in trivia and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Huge history fan. Oh, that's really good, too, yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, do you write the lyrics for the band, or...? I write some of the lyrics. You guys help each other out with that? Yeah. That's cool. It's always good. The more the more you know, the easier it is to figure out good stuff to write about. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Since I got here, I know your brother's Django? Django. Django. I call him Django. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was De- I thought it was... De- that's right, he did say James Gray. I met him one time. Yeah. When I was uh walking through walking by the theater with my uh my daughters and I was talking to Bear. You know Bear, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I was talking to Bear because I wanna get Bear on here. And your brother was sitting there playing the banjo, I think, at the time. And he was like, Oh man, I wanna be on the podcast. So if that's it's kinda of funny that you're on it now. <laughs> He's not he hasn't been <laughs> on it yet. But um I was like, Yeah, yeah, let's get you on there. I was like, uh, what, what's your name? Django? I was like, Oh, the Django like like Jimmy Fox? I thought that was like his musician name. Yeah. He's like, No, no, that's my real name, it's Django. I was like, Oh, are you Jamaican? <laughs> <laughs> Which I have no idea where that name actually comes from, but but uh, that's cool. When did you guys meet? Well uh during the summertime. This summer? Yeah. Okay. Were you always in Tashby also? Yeah, pretty much my whole life. When I was younger, I lived in Kernville, though. So then you, yeah, you came to Tashby, and you were you already into punk music? Uh, Yeah, pretty much most of my life. Oh, cool. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, because of your brother, or because of your upbringing, or...? Uh, my dad always played 
Black Flag and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. And my brother was into the Bakersfield punk scene for a long time. Oh, really? So I, I was around a ton of punks my whole life. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool you guys found each other, so you could start the next big Tatchby band. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> you guys got the history, just gotta take it to the field. Yeah. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> but, it's like, get ready! It's like, yeah. Um, it's like, oh, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta start out for your first show. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, we're gonna try to get a show going in town. We gotta find a spot. Heck yeah. We'll get it. Um, when did you first start playing guitar, Chris? Um, like, it was during COVID, like, March of, like, March of 2019, I got a BC Rich for my birthday. No Stranger Things directed towards that. I, <laughs> I, after Eddie Munson, it's like, and when people see my BC Rich, people are like, oh, Eddie Munson! And I'm like, no, it's like, it's like I got that like three or two years before that came out. <laughs> yeah. And like people just go like, oh, you're trying to copy him. And it's like, I'm not trying to copy like a freaking... Like D and D nerd, <laughs> but oh, yeah, Dungeons Dragons. Yeah, and <laughs> I thought you were talking about Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, just like learn how to play like first song before learning guitar. Like I actually learned how to play the bass. Like before, like a week of getting the guitar, I learned how to play Filler by Minor Threat on the bass. Oh, okay. And then when I got my guitar, it's like I already knew what power chords were, were and I found like. The germs, like, the night before, like, my, like, birthday. It's, like, I watched freaking What We Do Is Secret. Oh, that's like, good. Have you read the book? Uh, no, not yet. I've been trying to get my hands on the book. I'll let you borrow it. Heck yeah! <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> like, finally. No, it's, like, <laughs> that's sweet. but... I want to let you borrow Have you read, uh, uh, Get in the Van with Black Flag? No, not oh, yet. Oh, man, after I read that, that's what, like, kind of made me want, like, oh, I gotta do a bit. Uh, I remember, like, I couldn't find, like, it anywhere, and I, like... Most of, like, I, I got, I only heard, like, a little bit of, like, a get in the van, like, some, like, audio of it, and, like, like, hearing Henry, like, on tour, the way he learned, like, the way he joined the band, the way he's, like, learning how to do this DIY. slowly, slowly, yeah, like, I think, f like, the way he got in a black flag, like, he was, he had to leave, like, for DC, he saw them in New York, and, like, hey, after going to work, can you guys play Clocked In? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, and, like, Henry was, like, looking at the mic, and, like, Black Flag, they were like, and Henry's gonna sing. And, like, he got up, sang Clocked In, and just, like, booked it back to DC. Next day, they called him up and said, you want to be the singer for Black Flag? I always thought that was crazy. It was like... Yeah, and he asked Ian McKay if he should do it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, heck yeah, you're gonna be great. And, like, I've always, like, I cannot imagine, like, your favorite band calling you up like asking you is like hey will you be the singer yeah I'm, I'm still waiting for blacklisted to call me to yeah. come sing for them i'm still waiting for <laughs> i'm still waiting for poison idea to call me up <laughs> stay by that phone they're gonna call yeah me. <laughs> i love no, yeah that's idea. totally the story the henry Rollins story yeah that's sweet that you know that story you haven't even read the book and you already know what which is another thing I wanted to talk about, we could just talk about now. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, for you guys now, it's, like, so easy to get access to all this information. Yeah. Like, for me, like, I mean, not that it was that much harder. I mean, it was kind of hard. I had to go, like, to Aniba Records and get that Black Flag book and, you know, go read it. I didn't, like, have YouTube to go, like, just go get that history lesson yeah. real fast, you know? Not that that's what you did, but, like, yeah. people could do that now, you know? Yeah. Like, you enjoy the music, you go listen to the music, and then you learn the history of that band that you learn yeah. the music out. That's, like, 
a great thing about hardcore and punk, like... Like, doing it, like, like not, not by, well, like, the reason I love hardcore so much, it's, like, it was, like, it wasn't really hidden, it was, like, still always there, it's just, like, it's, like, you have to dig to find it, and I always thought that was, like, cool, it's, like, the more, like, you get into it, the more you find out, like, like, I got into hardcore, like, just basic bands, like, Adolescence Fear, and now I'm, like, listening to, like, MDC, Big Boys, freaking SSD Control, and all kinds of awesome bands and I've gotten way into more like like literature and stuff like from them it's like yeah. like I have a zine and like hearing about like kids would just literally like make zines to show it's like oh this is our town this is what we do like this is what's going on it's like if you want to stop by and check it out and I just thought that was really awesome yeah yeah let's talk about your zine since you brought it up yeah you got a radioactive youth zine mm-hmm with the at in front of it, if you're trying to check it out on Instagram. Yeah. And real fast, too, we talked about your patches and stuff. We got at Punk Rock Emporium. Punk Rock Emporium. <laughs> I suck at reading. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Especially my own handwriting. <laughs> yeah, so you got Punk Rock Emporium, you know, with the at in front of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not good with oh, no, social okay. media stuff. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, so what do you sell with the Punk Rock Emporium? Is that just patches, or do you got other stuff, too? I sell, like, uh, patches... Uh, buttons, stickers, uh, I've been trying to, like, crank out some posters, and, like, I, I'm gonna sound like a sellout, but I do, like, vests and stuff. <laughs> you don't sound like a sellout. <laughs> you sound like the farthest from a sellout, yeah. especially at the age of 16. <laughs> yeah, so you got all that stuff, and the cool thing is, like, you you make it, you, like, have a, you go to class so you can learn how to make it, and get that all, you learned how to make it, took the time, only 16 years old. Yeah. Like when I had my band, uh, we wanted to do our own shirts, and I was mainly the one that had, I had the the main job, like, everyone else didn't have a job the time I had the job, so I bought, like, a screen printer, oh, but it was like a like a small do-it-yourself one, it wasn't like those huge ones, like, that spin, you know? Have yeah. you seen those? Yeah. Yeah, there's one in our graphic design class at uh, TU, oh, at yeah, so you guys, THS. Yeah, and you guys know how to use it, too, now. Uh, right? actually, no. Oh, no, not yet? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, like, whenever I learned how to use it, like, there wasn't YouTube, you know? Yeah. I don't think there's YouTube. I don't think I had an internet. <laughs> if there was YouTube, there's a. I was always in the dark ages. Yeah, <laughs> but, me um, too. <laughs> like I was using VHS and like two. It's like I used to watch VHSs like in like middle school, fifth grade, and like sometimes people would sleep over and go like, "What's this box?" Oh, it's a VHS. <laughs> and like I'd have like the like old school like Nickelodeon orange like VHSs. Yeah, yeah. And they'd go like. What's that? And it's like, oh, I got Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life, and oh, they're like, Rocco's. and they're like, what's that? And I'm like, you don't know what Rock Rocco's Modern Life is? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that the younger people don't know what Rocco's Modern Life is, and the older people, I tell them, yeah, the B-52s, they sang on Rocco's Modern Life, and they're like, what? What's Wait, Rocco's they did? On the intro. I did not know that. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. That's the B-52s. Yeah. Or Dude, I did B-52s, not know that. right? That's what they call Mm-hmm. Are they saying a love shack? This is a love shack. That's awesome. I, I didn't know that story. Like, that blew my mind finding out that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it blew my mind when I looked back at Rocco's Modern Life and Rocco's, like, taking this medicine. He's, like, tripping balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> looking down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, now that makes sense. I remember, like, one of my favorite episodes. It was, like, about a nudist party. And <laughs> yeah. I was, like... Now, like, watching it back, I'm like, what the hell? Why are they showing Like, kids? what? It's like, and, like, I remember I'd, like, like, ask my mom to watch me with the episode, and she'd get so uncomfortable, like, really quickly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how, why don't you watch something else? It's like, I've watched, like, 
I didn't have like that much like stuff like when I was little. So it's like if I had like a freaking DVD, literally rinse and repeat, watch that for like weeks, 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 and weeks. Like I remember one time I watched Friday the Thirteenth Part One like eighty times probably. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Funny. yeah. When I was young, I didn't have much stuff either. We were poor. <laughs> Poor as heck. Yeah. Yeah. Poor as darn too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so then let's go back to you got your radioactive youth scene. Oh wait, yeah. No, I've totally forgot about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. I jumped to the, I jumped to the punk rock imperial. Yeah. So you got radioactive youth scene, what made you uh, start that up? It was the night the Capitol got stormed. Okay. And I was like watching it on TV and I was like, holy crap, it's like, the, like, and, like, kind of shocked me, like, the country kind of went, like, Whoa. back on itself, it, like, literally, like, targeted and, like, went on itself, and I was like, holy crap, it's like, it's, it's not like a revolution, it's like, 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 I kind of feel like civilization, like, the U.S. is kind of dying, like, from, like, COVID diseases, like, freaking animal, like, like, freaking, like, extinction, a global warming, like, sometimes I'll just, like, look at what's happening right now and go, like, why was I born in, like, the 80s or 90s? It's, like, because usually, sometimes I think, like, I was born in an age where I might not be able to, like, even live to 30 because the world might end. And as I was, like, damn, that kind of sucks. It's, like, might as well leave a mark while I'm here. So, like, uh, I've literally made, like, 10 issues in, like, one night with, like, a cheap copy machine. And only a few people have that the issues I came out with like reissues later but like I literally just did it the cap like the night the capital was stormed mm-hmm. and like yesterday I've like settled on interviews like I interviewed like a great Texas hardcore band called User Unauthorized Gary Alvarez of Rhythmic Asylum from LA and also from LA Psych Ward that's awesome. But for the first issue, I couldn't fit Gary from Rhythmic Asylum. So, like, on the end page, it says, it's like, ran out of room. Rith- uh, Gary Alvarez of Rhythmic Asylum will be next issue, and that was my second issue. <laughs> That's cool. It's pretty awesome. And, like, uh, like the moment I came out with those, I went to a punk show in L.A., got to meet a freaking him and, like, give him the issue, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? I was really excited. Yeah, like, that's awesome. It's kind of like meeting my heroes, like, uh, because, like, the reason I found out about them was, like, Los, this documentary, Los Punks, mm-hmm. like, like showed me Corrupted Youth, Psych Ward, all these great bands, how I found out about, like, the Stains from L.A., really great hardcore band, like, they're, uh, the Stains from okay. SST, and, uh. like, the more I found out about them, like, I kind of, like, pay more respect to those bands because... It's like I I get I was watching that like even before I was into punk like I was I was still into punk but like not really yeah like it's yeah. like I like listen to Misfits a tiny bit but after watching that I was like I was like whoa and like started listening to Black Flag like Chrome Casualties Chromags all all kinds of stuff which is pretty awesome I didn't want to jump into this but you were saying that Chromags and uh, Poison Ideas like your influences uh, like in the sense of punk hardcore is that what you saying? Chromags, like, I listen to them, they're not, like, probably my biggest influences are, like, Germs, Poison Idea, Black Flag, and 
I'm really into like Japanese hardcore, like um, this band called Jism. Mm-hmm. Like the name is really weird. It's like I remember like telling people about the name. They're like, "What the hell did you just say to me?" <laughs> oh no, Jism! And they're like, I, "I think I almost got slapped one time for like saying that." Like, "Hey, check out this band. It's called Jism." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It, but it's like G dot I dot S dot M. Stands for like all kinds of stuff. And like I remember, you can like big influences like the British like. Punk scene like Exploited, GBH, uh, Crass, Rudimentary Peni, uh, and the Subhumans. Like me and Leland got to see the Subhumans. Uh, got to meet the singer Dick Lucas. He signed my jacket. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like, oh cool. Since we're talking about influence, what's uh, what do you got for your influence, Leo? Uh yeah, definitely like the Chromags. They're very good. Los Crudos, one of my favorite bands of all time. And uh, the Stains, they're pretty good. Those are some good influences. Is the Stains an American band? I've, I've never heard them. Um, there's like two Stains. There's like the Stains, like the before MDC. Two Stains. <laughs> two Stains. <laughs> One guy, not for sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, before MDC, like were MDC, they were actually the Stains. And the Stains from L.A., like, they're kind of like, um, they were like East L.A., punk scene that were like really they're kind of like contemporaries with like germs early black flag like it's like when i was searching more into sst and stuff i found the stains and it's like they only have one album and it was released two years after they broke up and it's pretty pretty badass like um freaking gilbert the drummer well that's not his real name but like he has a nickname gilbert he's super sick on like that album man like the stains like most people don't really know about him like way I found them out was you guys know Razor Cake? Uh like they they did it they have this like small YouTube channel where they interview like bands and like I think it kind of ended because like last one was like 2019-18. The stains, uh like I mean I was finding out about them, they're pretty badass. That's cool. Yeah, I've never uh really listened or heard of the stains. Yeah. That's cool from East LA. I'm from East LA. Awesome. <laughs> I'm actually going back to East LA next weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, not really because my, my Nina's dying. Oh. She's okay. going to die in a couple weeks. Oh, RIP. Well, not. She's <laughs> yeah. still alive. Sorry. She, my condolences. We, we'll, we'll do a pre RIP. <laughs> <laughs> pre RIP. <laughs> she pre RIP'd. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to just throw this out. So, if you guys had to choose between these two bands, who would you like more? Minor Threat or Bad Brains? Oh, damn. Oh crap! I was not ready for that question. Um, <laughs> I'm just jumping around everywhere. Right? I'm does, bad I, brains. does anybody have a quarter? <laughs> like I actually, I, <laughs> sorry, I I'm not that rich. Okay, <laughs> I'll do it with my phone. Freaking, oh, are you gonna flip your phone? Yeah, I, I, I actually need this. Oh, freaking. Here you go. Flip it onto freaking that. heads for minor threat, tails for bad brains. All right. Oh, looks like it's bad brains. Bad brains. Nice. Bad brains rock. Minor threat rocks too. Okay, if you had to pick this one, here's a good comparison. Would you pick uh, Black Flag or Circle Jerks? Mm, Black Flag. Black Flag. I love Keith and, like, the whole Circle Jerks thing. It's just Black Flag, they kind of got, like, more, like... More to your heart? Yeah. If you had to choose between uh, Agnostic Front or Sick of It All... Gnostic Front. Yeah. I got to meet Vinny Stigma. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I saw Mm. that you met him and you were all pumped on that. Yeah. How was that? It's, It's pretty awesome. I went with... 
uh, Andy Franchier and his sons to go see uh, Agnostic Front, Sick of It All, and Crown of Thorns. And, like, it was, like, it was when, like, that people were, like, like, the hurricane was coming toward California. And L.A., it's, like, freaking, it was pouring, like, there was a blackout, like, five times. Like, the lights would be going out, and, like, there's cords all over the stage, and it's, like, flooded in there. And we're, like, dude, like, if Vinny makes one wrong move, like, he'll get freaking, like, electrocuted on stage. <laughs> like, I can send you, like, a video of it, because it was, like, pouring. Oh, really? And, yeah, it was kind of, like, it was kind of scary, because, like, there would be blackouts, and, like... I think, like, there was a few fights there, too, but that I, night? yeah, but I got to meet Vinny Stigma, it was so awesome. That's sweet. And, and it was, like, I, like, it was, like, I, like, tapped him on the shoulder, hey, dude, can I take a picture with you? He said, yeah, and, like, he gave me and Brody, like, our bassist, like, a hug, and he said, I love you guys, and I'm, like, we love you, we love you, too, Vinny, <laughs> like, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, Vinny, oh, freaking agnostic farmer, too, well. Agnostic Front. Oh, yeah. Agnostic Front? Yeah. That's cool that you saw Agnostic Front and Sick of It All. All right, let me interrupt this episode to tell you about our second sponsor and the team-up we got going on. We got uh, Wild Roots and a new company called Take a Walk with Bernie, Tatchby's Caesar Milan. Wild Roots and Take a Walk with Bernie are teaming up to bring you the best team-up since business started teaming up back in 1902. If you're wondering what take a walk with bernie is well let me tell you you pay me to wear your nike watch or iWatch or fitbit and i'll get your steps in for you just joking i'll walk your dog for you i'll even sweet talk him or her i'll lie to her or him and tell your dog that you love it and you're a good owner so come on down and spend a hundred dollars at wild roots and i'll walk your dog for 51 percent off so come on by the shop spend that money show me your receipt and then I'll come live with you for a couple of months. That way your dog and I are tight, like super tight and solid. Then we get started on real walks outside. So take a walk with Bernie down to Wild Roots and spend your money for the kids of Kern County. And that's Wild Roots at 106 West Tashby Boulevard. Open at 11 to 5 on Wednesdays and Fridays. Saturdays and Sundays are open 10 to 3. Closed Mondays and Tuesdays. And if you want to call them on the phone, 661 seven six nine six six seven nine and if you want to get a hold of them on social media it's at wild roots style co and if you want to get a hold of them on the interweb it's www.wildrootsstyle.co so remember shop local for christmas and come down wild roots spend that hundred dollars and i'll walk that dog for you so remember at take a walk with bernie if i can't walk your dog it probably has no legs out now back to your podcast to your show now to the episode so like when me and my friends when we were like in high school mm -hmm. that's like when uh, we got into punk hardcore i fell through skateboarding because oh, yeah. like like i didn't have a dad some of us some of them didn't have like parents that listen to cool music like you yeah. were, you were around punk music your parents listen to cool music all the time yeah my, my mom listened like, good music, like, The Doors, or, like, they listened to good music, but it wasn't, like, punk, hardcore. Yeah. So I found it, like, through, one, the Punkorama CDs. Oh, I do. And I Hot Topics and getting the CDs from there and stuff. And then mm -hmm. through that, like, it just continued with the skate videos. And my first time hearing Black Flag was a uh, Foundation skate video. It was oh. Nervous Breakdown, you know? Yeah. And then, like, 
That was even my first time listening to Modest Mouse was on that same. Do you like Modest Mouse? Do you know that band? Uh, I don't really like know of them, but I'll be sure to check them out. Yeah, they're like a softer. But I mean, the song that was on there was like kind of punk rock. It was like the. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But, um. So, like, us, we would uh, find music through that way and stuff. And, like, nowadays kids could just, like, pull it out of yeah. the computer and just, like, get it wherever. Yeah. And, but then also, you were talking about how you had the opportunity to go to the carnival with some money that you made. Yeah. Or you're gonna go and just, you know, do weird stuff around town, act yeah. a fool, and do stuff like that. And me and my friends were, like, the same way in the sense, like, I mean, I didn't have much money either. And yeah. I mean, I think, oh, yeah, because we would have to go work at the farm because my friend that his parents own the orphanage. Yeah. There's the orphanage right here. Oh. And um, we would go work on the farm and make a couple of dollars and stuff. Mm hmm and we had money to go to the dance, and we were like in line to go to the dance. It would it would have been my first dance that I yeah. went to in high school, <laughs> but we were like, uh, let's go skate and go do weird stuff yeah. instead. So we went and did weird stuff. And when you were saying that, it made me think of when I was a kid, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. why I want this kid on the podcast because he's got that same mindset, like yeah. go do fun stuff and not like worry about being a part of like the social yeah. interaction that everyone's gonna see everyone at and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? kind of like yes. Not yesterday. Friday, I was skateboarding, and my nephew was with me and stuff, and we saw you over there, like, oh, yeah. sitting down, probably listening to music or something. Yeah, I was uh, waiting for him to, like, get ready to skate. We, um, me and my friend Ethan, and, oh, uh, why we were, like, skating, hanging out. Uh, we just started doing this. We would, we like to go to the football field, and you know those hills with, like, the bushes? Mm -hmm. We'd throw ourselves down there. Yeah. Or, like, like, we'll, like... To like, the left right there. We'll do like freaking like cavemans on our boards, like into like the bushes. And like, I remember we effed up our backs and we're like, it's like we're literally like on the ground, like, oh, dude, <laughs> dude, like my back. And like, he was like, dude, like I can't feel it. It's like my backbone. And like, we literally, it was, it was like, we got like thorns all over us and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And we almost got like ticks on us. It's like freaking Leland, like. Yeah, had, there was a tick in my hand. Oh, really? And he was like, yeah. oh, God, oh, God, dude. It's like, mm, like, we're literally, like, flashlights on our phones, like, making sure, like, we don't have ticks on us and sh stuff. Oh, it's all dark, on. Huh? I think yeah. I saw your picture on, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it. Have you ever had a tick on you? Like, actually. Yeah. yeah. It was on my hand. Oh, it was actually, like, sucking? Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. I think I got a few bites. Yeah. I had a tick one time in my armpit. Oh. I woke up in the morning, and I was, like, just, like, scratching my armpit, and I thought, I was like, do I have any mole? And I look at it, and I was like, that's not a mole. And I just, like, you're yeah. not supposed to, but I just, like, ripped it out with my hand right Oh! Ah, <laughs> oh, I dude. took my hand to my skateboard and ripped it out with the grip tape. Oh, yeah? yeah. Smart. <laughs> well, I don't know, because... Freaking MacGyver over here. <laughs> MacGyver? MacGruber? <laughs> like, I'll make that reference. People go, like, what's... Who's MacGyver? I'm like... Okay. It's like, no word. You don't yeah, need you got, to know. Like, like, you know about Ren and Stimpy and Rock is Modern Life and yeah. MacGyver and stuff. A lot of kids are like, oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I'll just be talking, bring up a random, like, hidden gem, and they'll go like, what's that? And just tell them the history right there, and they're like, okay. It's like, I'll check it out, then I'll talk to them the next day. It's like, did you check it out? They're like, oh, no, not yet. They're like, oh, you're like, serious? <laughs> I've been nagging on, like, my friend for three years to check something out. <laughs> it's it's like, I'm kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. Once well, they're going to check it out, like, four years later, they're like, oh, my gosh. He was right! Yeah. It's like, yeah. Freaking, like, I got a friend into, what is it called? Freaks and Geeks. Oh, I love that like, show. It was like, it was, I've, it's like... I, I first 
started watching it, and, like, it was only on Netflix for a little bit. Like, I was eight or nine. My mom showed me it, and she's like, this is the best, like, show ever. And then we, like, finally got, like, a TV that we can connect to internet. It's like, my house is, like, right next to the TUSD building. We just put it in a corner <laughs> and it barely gets it like enough yeah. so it's like we don't watch netflix we just use hulu youtube like tubi yeah. and i found like freaks and geeks i'm like holy crap and the, actually freaks and geeks is i think that might how i could have found like black flag because there's an episode where like james franco is like he he gets like the damaged album oh, and yeah. like he plays it and, like, there's, like, he has a Jealous Again, like, Black Flag shirt on there. Oh, really? And, like, I remember I was, like, when I got into Black Flag and, like, I'm re-watching the episodes, I'm like, like, I'm like, oh, my God, he has a Jealous Again shirt. And it's, like, but the Black Flag logo or, like, name isn't there. Yeah. So it just says, like, Jealous Again and, like, the two cowboy girls. Jealous Again. <laughs> no, she's not, friend. Yeah. Chavo or Black Flag is awesome. Yeah. Super good. It, it's super short, too. So then um, you started trying to play a van with Nathan, right? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Overdose Override. That's what it's called? Mm. Overdose Override, yeah. I was talking to him about it, and um, he said to say what's up, and he loves you. Oh, uh, yeah. So now he knows for a fact that I said it. That's <laughs> <laughs> much long, but I'm sure you already knew that. We got proof. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so then that band didn't end up going through, and then so what got you into starting government surveillance? It was actually when I first met Leland, I, like, sold him patches. And I was like, hang out later? And he's like, sure. Like, yeah. And, like, we started talking and looked like, it was like, you skate? Yeah. You, you listen to Black Flag? Yeah. And, like, the more we talked, he, he told me, he's like, I've always wanted to start a band. I'm like, me too. It's like, and it was literally, like, felt like just like a movie, like, you want to start a band? Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, we only have two people. We don't even have instruments, but yeah. Well, I, it's like I was the only one with the instruments. Like, he had, like, a squire from his brother and, like, Ephraim Lesp. Like, until we got Brody, we didn't have, like, drums or, like, a bass. And, uh, freaking, yeah. Bro Brody's uh, Andy son, right? Yeah. He plays drums then, or uh, he, he plays? He plays uh, bass. Our friend Ryan, he's, like, a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. He, uh, like, he plays drums. Oh, yeah. He adds, like, kind of, like, jazz. He, like, oh, that's good. Freaking, like... He's got skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, I first saw him play, I was, like, holy crap! Like, he's in, he's in the band, like... Yeah. And, yeah. That's, like, uh, Bad Brains. They started out as a jazz fusion band. Yeah. Just a punk. Yeah. It's pretty so, cool. That's your... There's your drummer right there. Oh, that's mm -hmm. cool. I stole them from you. <laughs> <laughs> Better not. Nah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Did you ever listen to my band Anxiety Attack? Uh, I couldn't find any of like of yeah. your stuff. Like, like uh, I remember, like I searched up Anxiety Attack to actually hardcore, and it's just like a picture of you guys playing. Oh really? And I was like, yeah, that's Bernie. Like, <laughs> uh, when we made government surveillance, we had like. I came up with, like, names, like, Skinwalkers, the Flatliners, like, Flatliners. Adolescent Annihilation, freaking, like, all these bands, and he was, like, li we literally, he searched up, like, government, like, he searched up, no, like, he searched up, like, like, you know, uh, he, he was, like, searching up, like, bands, like, that had government, and, like, there's, like, and freaking, like, I ended up making, like, the design with, like, the... Uh, like security camera all like broken and stuff and yeah. it was like that's it and now here we are so then um so you got your bass player drummer guitar player you got everyone now huh mm -hmm. you guys got any songs we got a few uh we got like uh this one called the intro it's literally just like 
30 seconds. We have this uh, 50 second one called, I'm not going to say the name because we changed it because it's, it's called Milk It. Milk It. <laughs> and uh, another one we just have like Untitled. Untitled. But uh, we were thinking of making one called like Radioactive Youth. Like it kind of starts off with like, I'm a radioactive youth and I only like uh, tell the truth. Like he actually made that. That's a good line. Oh wait, he should probably say it. You say it. Oh, I was just making it because it rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's <was> good. <laughs> Finding the right rhyme words. Yeah. Obviously, they're like going on a run. And I'll get like all these like. Great rhymes. ideas. Yeah, rhymes in my head. And then, like, by the time I get done with my run, I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> I can't remember. It's like that sometimes. It's like yeah. sometimes I'll like just write down like on a piece of paper on school and like weeks later i finally find it like oh yeah dude it's yeah. like yeah but hmm. no definitely it's hard it's hard but fun trying to write some new songs yeah i've i've been trying to write new songs right now and i probably got like uh four four songs written that's cool like lyric wise you know because i don't know how to play instruments i mean i could play like Bro, ham a little bit on bass. Oh, and dude. maybe damn it on guitar from Blink 182. <laughs> I love Blink 182. Yeah. Oh, oh, he doesn't like Blink 182. Well, it's like, like Blink 182, what? it's like, I, I only like <laughs> I only like one album. It's the Dude Ranch album. Dude Ranch rocks. Have you yeah. heard the albums before Dude Ranch? Uh, like like Buddha and, and Buddha. yeah yeah those ones rock too freaking Carousel like my mom would play that like Carousel super good like she still plays it yeah that song's sweet okay. she's probably been playing it lately yeah uh, last couple days nah she's not really a Blink One Eight Two fan anymore but uh, like I remember uh, like uh, I follow this guy on Insta called like Knucklehead Tommy he's like a skater he's friends with Travis Barker and like uh he had a chance to get on the new Blink like ad. And it's like, uh, have, have you seen it? No. Uh, it's like all these people are like, I, like they're coming. It's like, oh, okay, like yeah. and like, like there's song. these guys yeah. like freaking. Can you imagine all three of them coming? Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, they're coming, they're coming. Yeah, it's like freaking. It. <laughs> like and then it just shows them. I remember I found out I was like, noise. <laughs> it's funny. Like, they all came. This, all the stuff they're doing now, it's like you could totally tell that Tom DeLonge's a part of it because he's always like the perverted one. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny because he's like. And him and Mark when they're together just. Like, yeah, like freaking. They have this song called. What is it called? Like. Not. It's like Apple Shampoo, not. Or it's Dick Lips. It's yeah, really yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. They have to really say like every cuss word. I, I think so, maybe. That might be. Yeah. Hey, we should do one like that. You should. Yeah. We'll say them all backwards. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> go do it real quick. Okay. Here, let's go in there. <laughs> go in the other room. <laughs> Hurry up and come back with it. <laughs> when I was jogging, I was thinking of uh, what would I say to what would I say to a young to some young lads that are starting a new band. Since I've been in the band, you know? Yeah. Like, my band, like, in Tashby, you have, like, the uh, Die Hard Youth, the With or Without You, and then you yeah. have the Warriors that are, like, very popular, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, wasn't there Empty Handed? Yeah, there's Empty Handed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, like, pop punk. Yeah. Those guys are popular, like, in the pop punk. Yeah. There was always, like, a big feud when we were younger between yeah. the pop punk and, and hardcore scene, mm -hmm. like, fights. I was thinking about that on my run the other day, it was just, like... We're in the small town of Tashby, and they have the whole world around you. Yeah. And we're all mad at each other and fighting <laughs> against each other. We could probably have like some sweet bigger shows, you know, instead of like separate shows and yeah. fighting each other at the shows. Yeah, like a like, version of like freaking like Warped Tour in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I've always wanted to do that, like get like 
all the bands that are like here because of Tatchby and stuff, and maybe like like a few from out from out of town, and like just host like something the whole day. Like yeah. I really wanted to do something at the Devil's Den, but I found out that it was like shut down. Yeah, at Kylie's house. Yeah, Kylie's mom's house. Yeah, I did that with my band. I mean, it wasn't like a mixed genre though, but I did. Actually, we were like the only band in town at the time. I feel like when Anxiety was a band, it was like during, you know, like what the Dark Ages are? Uh, yeah. Like, you got like the, the room, all everything in between. So, but the Dark Ages was because like no one took notes and there was no like real evidence of what was going on. Yeah. You know, with Anxiety Tech, like we didn't like put out a record. Like yeah. we put out like, we put out music, but yeah. it was never like. Like, ever, ever, like, really, like, shown, or, like... Yeah, like, what was going on, like, if you go on YouTube, you can find videos of us, and it's just, like, I was breaking a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, but, like, we were known by just, like, word of mouth, like, we weren't, like, the Warriors, where everyone showed up, like, yeah, it's Warriors, it was, like, anxiety attack showing up, prepare for trouble. It's, like, like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. like, I remember like, one time you told me a story, you were, like, playing this venue and the owner told you it's like don't get anything on the walls it's like fresh and brand new you like you told me i think like you hid like the mic against your head until yeah. it was bleeding took your hands and like started doing it like putting your hands all over the yeah, walls blood all over the and wall. like i think you told like the promoter like you had like a disease and AIDS. they didn't want yeah <laughs> like they didn't want to like wash it off and like i mean i heard that i was like holy shit like i'm, I'm no <laughs> Hey, no, don't cuss. cuss. Oh, I can cuss? <laughs> yeah, you cuss. Oh, I can... Dude, let's cuss. Okay. <laughs> we can cuss, yeah! <laughs> Sorry. Fuck! No, oh, shit. That was... Damn, dang it! No. Yeah, do whatever you want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Yeah, that's why It was uh, us going to play in Compton. I was like, oh, man, we're playing Compton. This would be wild. They're, these yeah. people are tough. It's Compton. So I was like, I gotta do something tough and wild. You went, like, the Darby Crash way. Yeah, which is funny, because, <laughs> like, you know, I listened to a lot of music, but I never really, like looked up the history of, like, Gigi Allen or uh, Germs, really, yeah. at the time, because, like, I told you, it was, like, something that I couldn't really just pull up anywhere, and I wasn't really, like, out searching for it. Yeah. But, um, awesome. so I showed up to the show, and I wore Speedos underneath my clothes, because, like, I gotta do something different. Yeah. Then And then the guy found me, and he's like, hey, man, can you, like, not punch holes in the walls? We heard you punch holes in the walls. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I'll try. Hole puncher? Yeah. So I, like, Broke the microphone with my head, and I was bleeding, and I was wiping all over the walls, and yeah. stuff, and I told them I had AIDS, and they were scooting back, like, <laughs> no thanks. That's so awesome. <laughs> and a couple episodes ago, um, me and my friend Kylie were talking about, but my friend Trevor threw up on the stage while we were playing, mm -hmm. and I picked up his throw up, and I went to throw it back at him, and I missed him and hit the security guard. Oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. And I was thinking, like, whenever, um, one time we went to go play a show, I was waiting for Joe to come on here, but... It's taken them a little while. Yeah. But uh, one time we went to go play a show at a church in, like, Whittier in L.A. Mm -hmm. And, like, at the time, my van, we had a tag like that. Oh, yeah. Inside of it. I saw, like, a poster that, like, all of you guys on top of the van, like, down the street from my house. Yeah, right around And, like, corner. you're, like, sitting on the roof, like. <laughs> yeah. Looking like a dummy. Oh, but, no. <laughs> no, you look cool right there. <laughs> No, but, um, so we showed up to the show, and it was an outdoor show in a church parking lot. Oh, really? Yeah, and when we showed up to the show, like, they had the stage, and it was, like, like, uh, a MacGruber-looking stage. Mm -hmm. It was, like, all janky, kind of. Yeah. It wasn't, like, horrible bad, but it wasn't, like, a professional stage. Like, Carnival was. might fall down. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, but we pulled up, and, like, it was a parking lot, and, like, you could see everyone's able to, like, just scoot out away from the 
place, which I don't like, which yeah. I love like a garage show because everyone's just stuck yeah. in the same spot with you, you know, they don't have, no one has room to get away unless they leave yeah. the room and then if they leave the room then goodbye. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you're not coming back in. <laughs> yeah, but like that's why I love a garage show, but so we put the van, like here's the stage, you know, mm -hmm. and we put the van like back here so it kind of like forces people at least they can't like back up I and mean, they can still get out right here yeah and the van says hell van on it <laughs> and the priest is up on the stage just like giving a speech yeah and we pull, we pull up to the show and like open the van door and outside you just hear like some bottles falling out and you're <laughs> people starting to skateboard and see just, like, like smoke come out <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, looking like a snoop uh, scooby-doo yeah <laughs> that's funny no uh, or Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh, yeah. Right? So then we get out, and then the priest starts using us for example of whatever he's talking about. He's like, you don't want to be like those guys. It's like, we're the guys playing. Yeah, and, and then I hear him, I'm like, the guy talking about us? Like, we haven't even met the guy. He's yeah, really it's talking like... crap about us. Judge a book by its cover, why yeah. don't you? So then before we play, I was like, hey, guys, let's uh, let's break this stage while we play. And they're like, okay. And then so we're playing, and I'm just, like, stomping the stage so hard just yeah. trying to, like, break it. And then all of our friends are just, like, circle pitting, getting wild down there. Like, cause mm -hmm. we come with, like, you know, you got, like, a... Like the crew? Yeah, you got, like, a eight-seater van, but we got, like, all the equipment in the back, and we got 12, 12 to 20 people that were trying to fit in yeah. the van, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So then we're getting wild. I'm trying to break the stage, and then they're trying to, like, turn us off. And then I fall off the stage with the microphone, and the microphone, like, kind of wrapped around my neck. Oh. But it wasn't, like, choking me yet. And the priest came, he got on top of me, and he grabbed me, and he saw that the microphone was kind of wrapped around my neck, so he grabbed the cord. Yeah. And he tried to pull it, and I caught it. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just like smiling at him, like, uh. just like laughing at him because I'm like, man, this is a priest that's trying to choke me right now. And, but then Joe comes and just shoves him off. Dude, that probably, dude, I would <laughs> die to be there right now. That look, that's, dude, the way you're just, that like sounds like some like dead boys from like New York, New York. I like saw a live video of the dead boys freaking like the singer. He threw the microphone over one of the stands at CBGBs. Yeah. Like, ties him around and, like, starts pulling himself. And he's like, like, <laughs> And Cheetah's Chrome is just, like, smiling, like, riffing. Just still playing. <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap. It's like, that's, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, it's fun. Yeah. Like, I mean. Like, I want to do that at a show. Just, like, freak someone out and go to school the next day. Like, just have a good time. With some, like, bruises and, like, a cut. Like, maybe somewhere in the people were, like... Mm -hmm. I, I worked at Rite at the time, so I go to work, and I just have, like, you know, cuts on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, trying to cover my hair because I'm the cashier guy, <laughs> and I don't have much hair. It's like one drip of blood starts coming, and it's like, it's like okay, what pump do you want? Like... <laughs> <laughs> But another, another story too. Sorry, I know it's your interview, but was a story um because you were talking about having a show in town, you know, with like a bunch of bands. Yeah. So we were playing a show over in Riverside. No, no, we're playing a show in Hollywood, and we're playing at this venue in Hollywood, and there was a corner, and we had a song called Dogpile. Yeah. And we played music for a while, and then I'd go Dogpile, and then everyone would just Dogpile while the music picks up and fast, and it's just like a oh, big Dogpile, cool. just fun, and um. For starters, I didn't know about, like, I should, like, pick someone. Like, I'd be like, we're going to dogpile Ryan. <laughs> but at first, I was just like, dogpile. So everyone dogpiles me. Oh. So, so like, my elbows were all messed up. But, like, at that show, um, my friend Sean, who was, like, he's, like, my best friend. One of my best friends. Like, yeah. I think all the Orphans brothers. But I know Sean longer than all of them. I love you too, Grant, and <laughs> everyone else. But, um, so Sean tackled me. And then I s 
hit the corner of a wall like it was like this and it oh, was just yeah. like a metal lining he tackled me and then i got up and i tackled him and i'm on top of him yeah and he's just like looking at me because then blood's just like running down dude and it starts dripping on him that's crazy because it cut me up really bad and then so like we stopped playing i had to go to the back and like i don't have the picture anymore it's somewhere on the internet probably and it's just like me sitting there and my face is all pale and they're like, dude, you need to go to the hospital. And Sean, because me and Sean have been friends for a long he's like, he's not going to the hospital. He doesn't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> he already knows. He's like, he doesn't <laughs> like shots. <laughs> so I'm like... But, like Heroin Bob from SLC Punk. <laughs> yeah, like Heroin Bob. <laughs> <laughs> like freaking tackle a nurse because they're trying to give you a shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're trying to go to medicine. <laughs> and then he dies from one pill. Dude, I know. It was like, I remember... Like, that was probably one of the first movies that made me cry. Like, oh, like that, and I was, like, eight, like, or seven in second grade. Like, the SLC Funk is kind of a huge part of how I, like, got into punk rock and hardcore. Oh, like, yeah. like, that's how I found out about Fear, Dead Kennedys, Minor Threat. Like, first time I ever heard Minor Threat was, like, uh, freaking Look Back and Laugh. Like, that riff plays. Yeah. And I was, like, whoa. And, like, I didn't find that find out that was Minor Threat till like, I like, great, not grade school, middle school, but, like, yeah, SLC Punk was kind of a huge part, and, like, when he dies, he's like, only posers die! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm, like, sobbing, like, oh, my God! Like, <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, movies do that to me. Yeah. Make me cry. It's like Suburbia. Suburbia? What's that one? Uh, 1983, like, Penelope Spears. I don't know if I seen that one. Can, uh, I think Flea's in it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's like when he was still, like, uh, still into hardcore and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he was in fear when he shot that movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's like, cool. He's always been trying to get in movies then. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know he was in movies back then, too. Yeah. It's like, he's, like, 16 or 17, like, it shows, like, him, like, in the pit with, like, the whole time he's in the movie, he's, like, training these, like, wild dogs, and he always has a rat on his shoulder, <laughs> and, like... There's a scene in the kitchen where he's, like, playing with the rat, and he, like, stuffs it in his mouth, like, freaking, like, like, like really? puts the whole thing in his mouth, and just chomps, like, Ugh. and, I, like, every year I was watching that, I was like, holy crap, that's real. They're, like, I wanted to see the behind the scenes, because I heard there's, like, a story of him, like, like, he has it in his mouth, and he's, like, walking around the crew like this, like, <laughs> ah, like, Just making people feel weird. Yeah. That's funny. This is a, another cool thing, too, is, like, when you look at the, like, start researching, like, punk and stuff, like, you start learning that a lot of nowadays bands yeah. that, like, are famous people, like, they all started in, like, punk scenes and, like, yeah, like, like you know, punk bands or they're in the punk scene, like, like, people would know that, like, Jonas Jett is, like, the one that produced, like, the Germs album and stuff like that. I, I found that out. I was, like... I was, like, in shock when I found that out. I was, I was, yeah, she, I was like, well, she's, like, like she, already was cool, and now she's, like, and like really cool. Pat Smear, he was, like, in the germs, but he, turned, he got into Nirvana and, like, Foo Fighters. Yeah, he's in Foo Fighters. Yeah. Uh, is he still in Foo Fighters, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, I think he is. Did they break up after Taylor died? Um, I know they played that sh- that last show, but I don't know if they broke up. But, yeah, he. Yeah. that's crazy, too. Like, when I learned that he was in Foo Fighters, I was like, what? Pat Smears in Foo Fighters? It's like, something that shocks me, each band that he's been in, like, someone has died. Like, first was Darby, yeah. second was Kurt, and third was, like, Taylor. And I was like, or is it Shane? Or, wait, or is, is Shane his son? Uh, is that the one that played drums for their uh, new album? Or for that last show? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Correct. I didn't know that Pat Smear was in Nirvana. Yeah. You, wait, you didn't know? No, because isn't it? Uh, it was always like Kurt Cobain, uh, 
Yeah, but I think they got him for in utero. In utero. Was it? Yeah, in utero. It's like freaking like. So they had two guitar players for a minute. Yeah. Okay. So like yeah, it yeah. was like they like had Pat like for a short while before Kurt died. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Like I remember one time I was watching like a few live videos of them doing like a, this MTV thing, and I see this like weird looking guy wearing a purple shirt and red pants like just playing on stage and I'm like who is that then I like search up like the members I'm like Pat Smear I search him up like the germs I'm like oh. yeah like holy crap like <laughs> that's crazy I didn't it's know really that. awesome finding out I wonder if they got him through um Dave Grohl because you know he played in Scream oh yeah like Scream from the D I love the DC scene like yeah yeah like one of my favorite like like DC bands is probably Void Void Oh, Void like, Rock. Most people I like, don't, like, really, like, know about them. Like, I showed a few, uh, like, showed, like, like Void to a few of my friends who were just getting into punk rock, and they're like, dude! Like, I didn't find out about Void till I watched, like, that documentary Salad Days, like, and I, I remember I did hear of, like, Who Are You, like, the first track, and then, like, I heard of, like, the song My Rules, and I was, like, blown away by it. It was, like, it's kind of like germs a little bit, like... And something I really like about them is, like, they're not, like, really known, like, like what they kind of really have, like, there's, like, the split, like, uh, album they did is, like, it's kind of, like, one of the only things you'll, like, find of them. Yeah. It, I just think it's really kind of awesome, like, I kind of like Midwest, it's, like, like, Zero Boys, Negative Approach, if you yeah, got yeah, Negative yeah. Approach on right now. Oh, sweet. That's um. Cool. Did you go, have you seen them since they've been playing lately? I haven't been able to see them yet. No. Dude, John Brandon scares me. Yeah, he looks scary. Like that know. scowl. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine him as a baby with that same face? <laughs> <laughs> Out of the womb, just like freaking like... <laughs> yeah, he just has like this big head. Some days if you listen to this for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever, you ever listened to the band Bane? Uh, who? Bane? Bane? Yeah. I think I might have heard him a few times. I don't really know. That band rocks. They have cool lyrics too. But the singer, he has, like, that face where it's, like, like you that, like, see that in the scary. dark when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I walk and around... In, never mind. Oh, it's no, an you act of, No, it's <laughs> an act of making love. But I was like, I don't know if I should talk about that with 16 year <laughs> 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 No, go ahead. What were you saying? Freaking, like, at school, usually, I like, when I walk around, I try doing the John Brandon scowl. Yeah. And, like, I learned this from uh, Leland's friend Wyatt. Like, he says, it's, like... If you walk around with your fist ball, do you look kind of terrifying? And usually, I, I always have like a like fistful of rings on, <laughs> and I'll walk around with like my freaking studded jacket, like freaking like with my face looking like Frankenstein, like that, like when he's like, yeah, and like that mean just be like blaring like poison idea or negative approach in my head, yeah, and like people will like it's like I remember one time. I finally decided to take a different route, and, like, people are, like, moving out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm, like, a... T oh, sorry, crap. Uh, I'm freaking... I'm, like, a tank walking through. <laughs> but, yeah. Juggernaut. Just oh, plowing yeah. through the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that, too, in high school. I'd do walk around, but I wouldn't have, like, cordless headphones or whatever. I'd, yeah. I had, like, my headphones, and I had a hole inside my sweatshirt, and my Discman, or my Walkman inside mm -hmm. my sweatshirt, be listening to... It was, like, Bane, or, like, Stay Gold, or... Sick. The Warriors, or one of the bands that I was listening to at the time, you know? Uh, yeah. But, no, I was telling you, after I got my head smashed, mm -hmm. and then we went back to Tatchby, and on the way home, I just, like, got my t-shirt, put my t-shirt on my head, and had, like, my 
rope belt and just like use that to hold my t-shirt oh, on. Really? And then um like walking around into a tree like people see you like at night walking <laughs> home. <laughs> no, like we were like in like Mojave at Carl's Jr. We're like getting food because we're on the way home, you know? And yeah. I'm just like and I'm all pale. But then the next morning I had work. So I had to go to work the next morning. And then I'm at work and I'm still like bleeding out a little bit. <laughs> and my work's like, maybe you should go to the hospital? I was like, I don't want to go to the hospital. I'm good. It's like duct tape. <laughs> yeah. But then I ended up having to go to the hospital. Yeah. So I go to the hospital and the doctor was like, well, it's like really scabbed over. So I'm not going to be trying to like stitch you up mm. while it's all scabbed. So just don't do nothing. And I was like, well, I got a show tonight. <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, yeah, like I'm going to go play a show. And he's like, I don't Dude, recommend you do sick. that. So I was like, no, nah, I'll just wear a skateboard helmet. <laughs> so I look like a special ed guy. <laughs> and I'm like playing the show as a special ed guy. Dude. We go play the show in Irvine. Mm -hmm. And the next day, we're hosting a show in Tatsby with, like, probably, like, 20 to 30 bands that we found, like, a bunch of bands from out of town That's to come sweet. play. We called it a Morning Woodstock. It's <laughs> awesome. So that night before the show, though, we're, like, coming back from Irvine. I still, I got my helmet on. We got to, like, go get home, go to sleep, because we got to get up early and, like, start getting the show ready, because it's, like, at this... A uh, little, um, you know, like if you're going across the tracks, do you know where the boxing, the Messias boxing place is at over there? Yeah. So, you know, like those like little workplaces, mm -hmm. my friend, he, his boss would let us like have shows there. Oh, really? So we were having like a weekend, like a whole day show, like you were saying, where bands just come play all day. That'd be so sweet. But except it was just like mainly punk hardcore. It wasn't like a mix, which would be cool too. But, and we were like the night before we ran out of gas. We were stuck on the side of the road for like three hours and oh, really? the other some bands like came to town with us to like stay the night so they could be there already. Mm -hmm. So they drove our drummer to town. They took like an hour to like get back with gas. They gave us gas. Yeah. And while they were gone too, we're like, we're not sure what's taking so long because none of us have like smartphones. Mm -hmm. I think they were out, but none of us just had one. Yeah. <laughs> We made like a fire on the side of the road trying to get like police to stop. Like, like to a road flare? Because we're all, it was like wintertime, we're, we're all freezing. Holy crap. We're all wearing like vans with no socks, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like looking all punk, but like not prepared for cold weather. Yeah. They came and gave us gas and they went back to town and then we were going and then we ran out of gas again because they only gave us so much gas by the time yeah. we got anywhere. So we were stranded again. And then the next day we had to like run that whole show with all those people. Like, almost passing out, freaking out. <laughs> yeah, just exhaustion and loss of blood. I like picture like you guys like... Like, waiting, like, freaking, like, in the shining, like, when Jack's, like... Yeah, like, freezing, yeah. It wasn't actually that cold, but, yeah, we could pretend like it's that cold. <laughs> I can't imagine wearing, like, vans with no socks in the wintertime. Oh, man. Imagine doing that in the summertime on tour in a van and, like, someone takes their shoes off after, like, three days of not taking your shoes off. <laughs> the van smells so bad. We have so many cool stories, like, like putting poop in the other band's van <laughs> or, like... Actually, they put poop in our van. Oh, wait, <laughs> but who did it first? Well, they did it first, so then after my brother Elliot peed on their van while we were <laughs> at a show, because he was our bass player, my brother Elliot. Mm -hmm. He was our bass player in the van. We were just really wild. But, like, back to this, uh, to things that I would say to young people starting bands or just, like, you know, people starting a new band. Mm -hmm. And this, my, my opinions were, do it because you love it. Don't expect fame or glory or money. Do it because he has something to say. And do it because it, it's just so fun, like with these stories I'm telling you now. Yeah. And this right here, do it for the memories that you make. You're going to make some cool memories, like no matter what. Yeah. And then do it because it helps some built-up pressure inside of you that you got to get out. Yeah. And then Nathan said, do it because you're not normal and don't care to be. 
Let me say that again. Do it because you aren't normal and you don't care to be, right? Yeah. You guys get it. That's such a Nathan quote. <laughs> <laughs> and then do it to keep it all going, especially for T-Town Hardcore Pump. Keep that going. Mm-hmm. But he was saying, like, which I agree definitely, like, our kids, they're going to have the, they're going to look back to you yeah. for the next, like, generation of Tashby Hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore Pump. That's sick. Whether you like it or not. And now that I think <laughs> about it, it's like freaking, it's like, it's like you guys were there for us, and then we'll be there for them, then them. They will be there for someone else, someone else for someone. It's like, it's kind of yeah, a cycle. Yeah, just want to keep that cycle going, because it's so important, like, with, like, punk hardcore, it's like, it's you like learn to do it yourself, and, and you, like, learn that it's not like some like big glam show like you could just like pick up a guitar or pick up a microphone whether you like learn to two it. or three chords and just scream yeah just like uh the germs started like they didn't know how to play the instruments yeah, at first i think like the first time they played it it's like they it was on mat not a matinee it was like open mic night yeah, it was. and after they saw like n- not saw the damn like i think the damned were there mm-hmm. they're they're call they're like Watching making them. fun of them and, like, he brought flour and peanut butter, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's, like, throwing flour. And he puts, like, the pe- the mic and some peanut butter. And they throw him out. And that's what I really like about the germs. They got better as more as they, like, went on. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's, like, there's not really bands, like, I can say much like that. Like, like freaking. Like, progress as they went along. Yeah, like, there's tons of bands like that. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, some other ones, like. Like, from nothing to everything? Yeah, like, um... Crap. There's a lot of them. Like, uh... <clears throat> I was thinking that on my run, too, because I figured we were going to talk about that, because I know you love the germs. Huh? And, like, when I started my band, I didn't really... I knew of the germs and everything, but I didn't know their history and everything. And when we, we were playing our first show, because our guitar player was like, got us a show at West Park uh, Gym. Oh. And I was like, all right, but we don't have any lyrics with the music yeah. yet. He's like, no, no, just freestyle it. Just figure it out. <laughs> like, what? That's kind of cool, though. So then we get out there, and, but before, I'm, I told all my friends, all right, guys, here's a bunch of water balloons. When I don't know what to say, just start throwing water balloons at me, so it's your fault that I'm messing up and not my fault. <laughs> that's, so, kind of, that's kind of genius. <laughs> it's, it's funny, because then I watched Germs later, and he, like, because he was, like, kind of confused on what to do, so he started putting peanut butter and flour yeah. all over the place to just cause a scene. Like, you kind of, like, used, uh, like, uh, stuff, like, to mask the fact that, can, like, couldn't do something. Didn't have it all figured out yet. But that's, like, kind of cool, and, like, it's kind of sad, like, what he was, like, how much, like, he was doing for it, like, uh, to the point where it's, like, he kind of got, like, effed up on drugs. Yeah. Which, he kind of did it for the music, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like everything, like, so you got like skateboarding and like someone starts getting really good at skateboarding and then there's like a crowd of people that start following them and want to hang out with them yeah with everything else and then you either get sucked into that crowd mm-hmm. like him you know and like the the glam of it all yeah or you press on and stay true to what you're doing you know yeah Which you guys you guys will do <laughs> hopefully yeah it's like we we want to do that two months but... later you guys are all wearing gold chains and <laughs> <laughs> you got uh eyebrow piercings uh, <laughs> no, i don't want to think about that no. <laughs> I'm just no but that some advice i thought i could throw at you with punk and harker and you know your history so you know a lot about all that yeah about the facts that you know possibly i mean actually nowadays like Turnstiles, that band's super popular now. Dude, I, lo- I like Turnstiles. Like, I just recently got into them, but mm-hmm. they're pretty good. I like them. Yeah, it's me like, too. So I've been turning on, like, people to, like, go check them out. And, or, like, check them out. It's like, they, their roots are in hardcore, in hardcore, but it's like, they're trying out new stuff. 
like I, I like bands like that that try and incorporate like new or, or like went from something but are Evolve, still yeah. yeah like freaking like bad brains they went they went from like kind of jazz fusion to hardcore to reggae back to hardcore and like I, I, I like bands like that yeah it's sweet kind of just like Ian McKay himself like the beginner of yeah. hardcore like he switched to Fugazi you know and like but still like it's still got punkish yeah but it's like different with the evolving evolution in his music yeah there's like so many like branches and breaches of hardcore I really love like freaking what's like one thing named, like hardcore for instance is like it's like subgenre of punk that was very popular and spawned like like all bunch of stuff like mostly it like spawned like new like metal variants like freaking biohazard yeah like biohazard yeah because that's what i was looking up to like from punk you had post-punk and you had hardcore yeah and post-punk you got like your uh you got open to influences never never close-minded experimental for the art of for the sake of art you know yeah but then you had like hardcore when it came out as an exclusive like kind of rock star mm-hmm. angry unforgiving away from every trend you know yeah you know, it's got its own trends now, definitely, but, like, it was always just trying to, like, be its own thing. Yeah. Its own thing. Like, that's what probably drew my attention. It's just, like, so away from everything else. And at the time, too, like, especially in Tashby, it was, like, besides the fact that Andy Frenchier and Marshall and them all, like, showed showed it to me and, and stuff. Yeah. Like, it was just so exclusive, especially in Tashby with such a small amount of people, you know? Yeah, and it's, like... It's, like, small now, but I can't think of it, like, smaller then. And I, I remember, like, mom was, my mom was telling me, like, it's smaller back then, but, like, there was kind of, like, more stuff to do. Like, I heard there was, like, a bowling alley, uh, a music store, Toontown. Toontown. <laughs> Freaking, like, the the Warriors Den, I think. It was, like, where Jake's Steakhouse was. It was yeah, like, they got that little arcade. And I was, like... I would kill to go back then. Like I would, I would die to go back, like and see what was then. Cause there's, uh, it's, no, it's like I would love the opportunity to maybe go back then. Cause like it's like it's gotten smaller here. It's like newest addition to our to our town is a Walmart. Like that was two years ago when that came out. I was like, oh, we have a Walmart. It's like we're a real town now. It's like. <laughs> And, like, now there's, like, another... Bo- there's gonna be a bowling alley. I, I think it's supposed to be finished soon, but... Yeah, this year. town's, like, really small. It's, like... That's what I kind of liked about it. It's, like, there was a scene here, and, like, it kind of drifted away. It's still here. It's, like... And, like... Definitely it's, not as strong as it was. It's, like, I found out about, like, like bands, like... Like, Zero Boys, for instance. I was watching American Hardcore, and, like, the scenery compares it. It's, like... It's, like, digging for water. It's, like... It's like when you're when you're in the scene and there's like nothing there, you have to like dig the well until you hit it and like find. The, it's like you have to make it and like um. I just like I kind of go by that saying now because it's like so true. It's like you have to like dig work to like make this like kind of like beautiful thing rise mm-hmm. or like like find like sustenance to like keep it growing and growing until it's like this huge like thing. Yeah, which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's cool too that it's like, like you said, digging that well and like finding that water, you know? It's yeah. Like, and you're doing it yourself. You're not like, you're not like asking Britney Spears to go figure it out yeah. for you and tell you what's good, what's next, you know? You're you're choosing for yourself because like it, it, it filters out all the people that don't need to be there. Not in a mean way, like yeah. everyone should be able to experience it and just have that like DIY and just like the 
the whole experience. I feel like just being in a room, like a garage with like some people that just learn the instruments and get into like scream or yell their emotions and yeah and then everyone afterwards they all enjoy it and everyone's like cool about it and they go go their separate ways after the show or go the same ways you know yeah and that's always really cool it's awesome yeah i like it yeah and let me ask you guys the last question i like to ask people unless you got more things to say um we can talk about more things after the, after the last question. Okay, yeah, we figured something. So the question I ask everyone, because the point of my whole podcast was, like, at first, because I had a lot of people dying. Yeah. Which, actually, let's take a minute to remember uh, Sam. Oh, yeah, Passed Sam. away. Sam Ralph. Pretty awesome guy. Uh, mom's best friend. He was, like, I, I always grew up around, like, him, like, being around, because he was, like, my almost friends with him, like, since they were, like, me and Leland's age. Yeah, young kids. And... I don't know, it's kind of weird having him gone now, but, like, uh, last few times I went to shows, he took us to see TSOL, the Voodoo Glow Schools, and, like, we were going to see Agent Orange, but, yeah, R.I.P. Sam, we love you. Yeah, it sucks, and he has a son, huh? You yeah, son? two sons, you know? Two sons? Yeah, freaking uh, Solomon Christopher. Yeah. His, uh, son. It's a bummer they lost their dad, but it's cool that they, they'll have you around, like... Give them, give them memories of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cause I was I lost my dad when I was like in kindergarten. Oh. So like I don't really know much about him. If I did, I wouldn't have remembered much anyways. You know. Yeah. So it's cool that there's always people that could help them remember. Yeah. But on that, like, so the point of my podcast was, I've had a lot of friends die. My mom died in the last like five years, and I was thinking like with all these funerals that we go to, like there's always nowadays with technology, there's like a slideshow at the funeral and like they usually play like three songs, like, yeah, or it's usually three songs, but you know, people on the episodes are always like, well, what if you want four songs? <laughs> what if you only want two songs? That's just a good point. But I choose three songs. Yeah. And whenever it came to the slideshows, like my friend's sister was like, Oh, he doesn't like this music. He likes this music. And we're like, uh, no, we know what music you like. Oh, wait, we're, we're yeah. all, you go on tour with us. We know what he likes. So it's like, now I could get like recording of people. So when they die, like, I'm pretty sure they like these songs and this is what they want it's to play. It's this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have actual evidence. So say you were to pass away in tomorrow. Yeah. And you want your three songs to be played at your slideshow. What three songs do you think you would want? There you go first. Yeah, I was asking Highway to Hell. You would what? Highway to Hell. Highway man. to Hell would be one of your songs? Yeah. All right, what two. about two more? Uh, <laughs> it's cool. You already had your first song right away right there. <laughs> If not that, Stairway to Heaven. No, you could have three songs, so you could have... Yeah. It'll be like, just like playing like pictures of you and your life. Um, you guys ever been to a funeral? Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. No? No. Uh, we'll Sam's is going to be the my first funeral. Yeah. Like for me, my first funeral was kindergarten. Yeah. And then I've just been to like so many since then. For me, I feel like death is just always following me and just... Yeah. <laughs> just like... Going like, hey, I'm still here. That, that's still why here. Like, one of my nicknames is uh, Chris Chaos, and like, like I feel like like it kind of follows me wherever I go. Like, yeah, and it's like that's the reason I got into hardcore is like to keep away and move it. And like, I remember showed my mom the name. She's like, it's like why chaos? It's like you're not chaotic, and I'm like it follows me. And just a reminder that it's like how like I'm. Even though it follows me, I'm going to still keep doing what I love and doing better for myself and awesome. do better for you, for others. Yeah. 
And uh, you yeah. have your last song? No. All right, you can think about it. Or if you want, you can just say those two. Yeah, I think. Uh, okay, let me go. Freaking uh, Adolescence, Word Attack, let me think. Poison Idea, Freaking Lifestyles, and... Hmm. I think the last one's uh, TSOL is Code Blue. Alright, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I was saying too, you guys could like, maybe like in five years go back and listen to this yeah. and be like, I chose that song? <laughs> so, like, Poison Idea is like, freaking like, my relatives would be crying all day here. It's like the begin be beginning of Kings of Funk, like, burn, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're all there. Yeah. <laughs> As I always tell my, my wife that I was like, I'm going to pick, like, the longest songs. and pick Anna Gata DeVita. Yeah. <laughs> like, and pick, like, a Sugar Sugar Hill Gang Rappers Delight because oh, it's, like, yeah. 17 minutes long. And <laughs> people have to sit there during the whole thing. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you mind if I change one of my songs? No, go for it. Uh, freaking definitely Big Boys Fun 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 instead of Code Blue. Okay. Or you just have all four. Oh, yeah. Wait. Okay, let's have five. <laughs> yeah, go for No, I'm adding more. Yeah, make them sit. Okay. Fear. <laughs> uh, freaking, I don't care about you. There you go. Freaking, I'm going to need to pull on my phone. There's, so, <laughs> there's a lot. Okay. DRIs take, wait, DRIs tear it down. Quit the human race by the stains. Slip it in by Black Flag. No, that's good. Freaking Rock House by the Circle Jerks. <laughs> And definitely land treason by the germs. We got more still. Freaking, um, <laughs> no mercy user authorized. TLC by Turnstile. Okay, here, I'll stop right now. No, no, go ahead. Oh, freaking, okay. People love hearing bands. People are like, oh man, you said this band, it just made me think of like when I used to listen to that, you know? Yeah, freaking, uh, uh, ACAB by Noogie. Broken Cuffs, Murphy, Murphy's Law. Wait. Uh, Murphy's Law by Broken Cuffs, uh, Zombie Cops by The Runts, freaking Victim in Pain by Agnostic Front, uh, what else? I, I wanna pick some, like, so totally, like, oh, that one? Like, oh, cool. Freaking, um, I think, uh, Express Yourself, N.W.A. <laughs> Uh, my generation Limp Biscuit. <laughs> We're talking about Limp Biscuit, really. Uh, let me think. You better take a lot of pictures. Gorilla Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Biscuits. Um, nice. what is it? Uh, Big Mouth. Uh, uh, Big Mouth by Gorilla Biscuits. Um, DRIs. Uh, Violent Pacification. Okay, I'm gonna. Do a little bit more Poison Idea. Poison Idea, Ugly American. <laughs> Wait, no. The whole Poison Idea, Kings of Punk album. <laughs> it is big. Yeah, that's we'll just, it. <laughs> we'll just add the whole thing playing. Well, hopefully I won't be there. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully I don't die soon, but whenever. Yeah. If I'm there, I'll make sure they play all that. <laughs> Do you see uh, Baker Skateboards? They got the Circle Jerk board. Oh, yeah, dude. Like the uh, group sex one. Like, I want to get that one yeah, so bad. those boards are so cool. I want to get that group sex board and I'll freaking <laughs> take that out of context. <laughs> freaking, I, I really want to get a black flag board, like the old school, like 80s one. Like, do you know, like, the limited run, like, the one with the, like, demon on the, like, carnival thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really want to get that one. Like, that's actually how, like, no, like, 
uh, freaking, like, some NoFX members met, like, Fat Mike was skating, like, with that board, and, like, Sm- I think Smelly, the drummer, yeah. was like, you have a black flag board? And he's like, yeah, it's like, right out of the box, and let him skate it, and that's how they met, like, and, oh, wait, also, freaking NoFX, sticking in my eye. Oh, sticking in my eye. That's a good one. <laughs> Not really a big fan of NoFX anymore, but still got a special place, like, I remember, freaking, I... It was like the Rock Against Bush tour, Anti Flags Turncoat, and Frank Franco on American. No effects. That's that's how I found them out. They're pretty bad. It was a pretty bad. Song. You saw them live at that tour, or you're saying uh, you just like, remember? Oh, I, I remember it. Like, okay. I like had the DVD or CD. Do you remember what your first punk hardcore show was? Oh yeah, freaking. Um, it was actually at the Devil's Den before it like closed down. It was Nathan and. Nathan's band and he, he has like a, uh, it wasn't Ren oh, his last one huh? and I forgot the name of it but like it was Nathan's band was playing and it was like me my friend Miles and it's like we're like so cramped in there and like this is when I was like still had my like old school like leather jacket with like leopard print on the collar and mm. stuff it was like it's like no one has the balls to freaking still wear shit like this <laughs> like Chris and like there is literally it feels like the C parts and like it's like just me tons of people looking at me it's like I want this kid in the air so I'm like drunken dude grabs me by my collar and then like it was like nathan has a hold of me he's holding me and i'm like freaking like falling but my shirt's like still like that he's like i want him up in the air and Django was there i think i'm pretty sure Django was there like Django helps like put me in there they freaking push me like my head it like hits the ceiling but like i don't get like hit and i'm just like slamming my fist like against the ceiling yeah and then like like cut like my hands a little bit but yeah, it was pretty awesome for my first show. Got tons of awesome show stories. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I first saw X when I was ten. Sweet, where at? So crazy. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was down in Santa Clarita at a bar. Oh, cool. With your dad and your brother, or uh, my dad, my whole family. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, he's seen Black Flag. Yeah. He's gonna see him. Well, the, I haven't seen Black Flag yet. I'm seeing him to? next week. Are they playing with Mike Vallely? Is he singing or is yeah. he singing? Yeah, he's singing. Yeah. That's cool. He has a sweet band right now too. Really? I can't remember what they're called right now. He's always in the. That's sweet. Yeah, I'm seeing him next week in Ventura. Oh, really? At the theater? Yeah. The Ventura Theater. Yeah. Who are they playing with? Uh, Total Chaos. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, that's so cool. I'm jealous. That's sweet. You guys ever hear uh, Sabretooth Zombie? Oh man, you guys gotta mm-hmm. check out Sabretooth Zombie. But I'm gonna go see them play on November 5th in LA. They're from the Sick. Bay Area. They're like, we used to play shows with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but because they're kind of far, but whenever they play over here, when we would go play over there, they'd play with us. Those guys rock. You guys gotta check them out. It's awesome. Get, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're sweet. All, the, all those Bay hardcore bands are sweet. Yeah. Ceremony. Let's see, Lifelong Tragedy, Purple Mercy, uh, the Iron Lung, some other ones too. I love bands with weird names. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, like, I first found out about Dayglow Abortions. <laughs> Dayglow Abortions. <laughs> and, like, their first album was freaking, um, it's like Reagan, like, and, like, Nancy Reagan, and they're eating, like, this, like, like kid smothered in ketchup, like, on a plate, and I'm like, <laughs> 
whoa it's like i gotta check this out yeah. and first song is like it's called stupid songs and it's like when i see song when i sing songs i don't think it's like i think about what i know i don't know too much so i don't sing about nothing <laughs> and it's like whoa and it's like it's they're very like they went for punk but they're they kind of went like heavy metal yeah and others are like the smut peddlers freaking uh do do you know who the crucifix are yeah yeah uh, I found out about them literally in, like, te- technology cl- In, like, freaking Mr. D's class at the high school. Uh, Mr. Is D. It, is, like, computer literacy. Yeah. Yeah. That's his name, Mr. D? Uh, Mr. D's, yeah. Okay. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, kids would, like, make a D's nuts joke. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I feel so sorry for the guy, like, <laughs> but, like... He just set up. Like, <laughs> like, I was on one of the computers, I'm, like, listening to, like, freaking Poison Idea or something. Probably Poison Idea, I love Poison I'm a huge, like, Tom Pick Champion fan. Yeah. And, like, I, like, their album cover is literally, like, just, like, black, the, like, the name and, like, something taken from, like, a children's book. I'm like, this looks pretty cool, and it was Our Will Be Done, it's, like, their first LP and their second one, like, put together. And the first song is Democracy Spawns Bad Taste. And I was so, like, taken aback by his voice because he's, like, high-pitched, like, freaking, like, lonely tones, like, (laughs) like, freaking, it's like, you make me sick with the things you're saying, freaking, like, and, like, it's like, be a good, be a good American, (laughs) like, I'm like, whoa. And And finding out, like, Steve Shelley from Sonic Youth, like, he was the drummer of that of them like before you went to Sonic Youth I found that out I was like it's pretty cool like there's all these ties between like bands and stuff like uh Chuck Biscuits he was in Black Flag and DOA yeah 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 um Darby Crash like but he was in like the Mohegans yeah like I think it was Adam Ant for a short while well maybe not freaking Steve Soto he was in Agent Orange and like uh freaking uh adolescence oh really yeah. Mm, yeah like who else uh jerry a he was in the band called smegma before poison idea and he was in uh who what else um and let me think there's like a whole bunch of people like for instance like Brian baker he was in dag nasty minor threat bad religion a whole bunch of like bands Whenever you guys go to record, are you gonna like? Do you guys know where you're gonna record, or does your brother know all that? Because he records music, right? Your brother? Yeah, I I hope I can record music. I don't know how though. (laughs) You guys like? um, Are you planning on recording? Because whenever I posted like that about your band when you had that little four people thing, like my friends, we, which is uh, I forgot bringing this up. Like, do you guys? I'm sure you plan on it, like, me, like, when I was in, like, junior high, high school, that's when I got into punk hardcore, you know? Yeah. And, like, I always imagined, but, like, now I'm older and I'm still into it, you know? I'm still, like, wanting to be a part of it, still Yeah. trying to do stuff, like, like, you guys see yourself, obviously, doing that, you know, like, being a part of it, like, your whole life, especially you are raised with it and you were raised with just, like, heavier music all the time. Yeah. Also, you know, Beethoven and stuff, but just... Yeah. All that. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> I feel like I was going to say something. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but the recording, though, you guys, 
you're gonna like do you have a record place to record or uh we're thinking of just doing a diy recording i ordered like a hundred blank cds so we could like burn those yeah yeah Maybe like do some cassettes. I think it'd be pretty cool. Do like cassettes would be really cool. Yeah. Um. Freaking. Uh. One of my. Uh. I told you about using authors uh, on Radioactive Youth, right? Mm-hmm. Um. They just released this uh single called like No Mercy was. Uh. It was they released it on cassette and it's like limited run. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be like pretty cool to do like limited runs like that. It's like we can have it like on like online but a limited run for like a freaking like actual like what's the word like real life like yeah like, like, physical, like a actual thing in your yeah hand. yeah definitely we would do uh cassette tapes too all the time i would uh order just a bunch of blank white cassettes mm-hmm. and then it comes with the holder you know and then we'd have to get our own paper and i figured we did our drawing one time my friend carly did a drawing then we had this other one or a wolf like a guy and a wolf and just different drawings and like our actual like our old van symbol was like that before we actually got our van tagged you know yeah and we had that on the cover which is my my brother elliot's who was his girlfriend at the time was his wife now yeah she drew that you know just like random people and then we had to sit there fold it and we got like made one you know i wrote all the lyrics on there Mm -hmm. and then made copies of it and and then we had we got we recorded our music and then we got it on a CD, and then so I had to sit there in my room and just like record all all the cassettes separately from that one CD and like write them all down before we go on tour, you know? Dude, that's crazy. That's like Discord. Like it reminds <laughs> me so much of like Ian McKay like learning how to take flaps like of the records. Yeah, when they were doing like, that. Yeah. I remember it's like, uh, it's like he, uh, it was this documentary I'm watching. He was like, uh, we had these like, like folds we got from like we got these singles from england and we literally just like took them apart and like we're like okay that's how it's done so they like drew it out on paper and like sent it to the prince just do this like 11 by 14 piece of paper they like put the art in and they like glue elmer's glue put the insert put the lyrics put the record and they did that for every like like one until like they were finally like like, got workers to do it, and, like, all in the Discord house, like, surrounded by, like, papers, mail orders, and stuff. Yeah. And I just thought that was pretty awesome. That was very awesome. They they say that Ian Mackay and uh, Minor Threat Minor Threat were, like, the first, like, DIY. Yeah, like, do it yourself. Yeah, it was like, like, you had, like, the Sex Pistols and stuff, but they always had their manager guy that would, like, do stuff for them. Malcolm McLaren. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish we would have had like someone doing stuff for us. Yeah. In a sense, because we were always just so like, let's go break things. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I wish there was someone there was like, all right, you guys go break things. So I'm gonna get this figured out. It's like out. we got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't have that. Yeah. It was like, all right, we gotta make a bunch of tapes in between breaking things. <laughs> yeah. Well, some I I really like is just I don't really want us to have a manager because I don't want us to like get like screwed over. No, definitely not. Or like doing anything. It's like. I don't want us to end up like the Sex Pistols, like all like fall out and one of us dies from heroin. Nothing. Yeah, or, <laughs> or the manager telling you. We don't do heroin. Not gonna work. You need to get them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just disclaimer: we don't do, don't do heroin. Definitely uh, don't do heroin. Don't do heroin, kids. Yeah. <laughs> was, I was drug free until like twenty. I don't even know. Somewhere in my twenties, I didn't drink or do anything. Yeah. I was because I was always straight edge, and then even if I wasn't straight edge, I was still drug free. Mm-hmm. 
I had a lot to do with like seeing my stepdad and just doing drugs and drinking and beating us or whatever. Yeah. You know, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff. Stuff that just makes a man out of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's... Make a Disney I, cartoon out of it. You got the X's on your hands. Yeah. That's all that. Nice. I went for teen idols. Yeah. If you know how the X's Disney. came to be, right? Uh, on huh? the hands? Like why they would put X's on their hands? Uh, because like, uh, they weren't allowed to go see like over like they would go see shows at bars and it would be like over 18 and most of like the like uh listeners were all kids and they like literally went to like managers and said we'll just put x's on our heads is like if we don't drink if you see someone drinking and they have an x on their head 86 them it's like it's like we just want to see the music we don't want like anything with this and like I just imagine, like, Ian saying that, he would not, like, know that it would spawn a movement, like, something no, like that. Like, freaking, like, he kind of gets a little hate because it's, like, it's, like, like, he kind of started straight edge thing. Well, not really, it's, like, well, yeah, he kind of did. And most people don't really, like, respect it for what it's become, like, because uh, straight edge is, like, just, like, a normal thing. It's, like, we don't do drugs, we're sober, it's, like, we're, like, having fun, doing what we want, and, like, we're not gonna end up, like, freaking Eric Clapton on the floor with a needle in his arm. We're gonna, like, do what we It's, like, I, I'm just, like, keep repeating. No, yeah, they're gonna stay clear-minded. And it's, like, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna be good. It's, like, punk rockers, we're good doers. It's, like, it's, like, I found out. It's, like, we're, actually, we're, like, hippies. We're, 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 like, hippies, but we're, like, Aggressive. Hippies. Yeah, aggressive. <laughs> we're crass hippies. Like that's what crass are. They're hippies. We're the opposite of hippies. Hippies are bad people who pretend to be good, and punks are good people who pretend to be bad. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I remember you told me that. I zoned out thinking like like he's true. Yeah, I gotta put that in a song. <laughs> that's cool. That's a good line. Yeah, cra- crass is definitely like like punk hippies, huh? Yeah. Well. Yeah, and they're hippies. <laughs> Crass is awesome. It's like no, they're good. I really like Crass, but like I feel like by like seventy nine or like freaking eighty three, like like seventy nine to like eighty three, it kind of got tiring because like Crass, like like you don't like sit down and go like oh, I need to calm down. I should probably like crank some Crass because like most of their songs, it's like freaking. Like, sermons are just, like, screaming about, like, what's wrong. And not that there's, like, nothing bad about it. I love Crass. And freaking just kind of gets tiring after a while. I remember a uh, deals and government issue from D.C. Oh, uh, no, I haven't listened. Uh, they have a song called Anarchy is Dead. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, they're, it's, like, they do love Crass. Like, they're huge Crass fans. But, like, they made this thing. It's, like, kind of a diss. It's, like, uh, freaking, like, Anarchy is Dead. It's, like, groups like Crass believe in it. That's because they're full of shit. You know, I'm going to have to pull up the lyrics. Right, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's super funny. What are they called again? A government issue. Like, they're, um, they're with that whole, like, DC scene. Yeah. They're pretty good. Uh, they're sing- they don't tour anymore because their singer John Stab died. But they're pretty good, like... They're kind of, like, like he, he's kind of, like, David Letterman of punk, like, the scene. Oh, really? Like, he, it's, like, before then, it's, like, it's, like, it was right when, like, punk was kind of getting, like, uniform, like, like, a little bit, like, being told what to do. You would do the exact opposite, like, 
do his hair pink, wear like flashy flannels, glittery pants, and like, uh, like sometime Iron one time he said like freaking, it's like here's another like it's like they had their like initials were GI, and like here's another like basic GI song like any GI song it's slammable, <laughs> like, and here I think I have the lyrics, it's like, it's like pretty funny because like. Uh, we used to walk down the streets yelling anarchy to everyone we'd see. It used to be the punk's favorite plea, but it don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> and then it's like, cool. second verse is like, groups like Kras still believe in it. That's why their music's full of shit. It's, a, it's music. It's just a sermon. Groups like Kras are all just vermin. And I remember I had like having the 45 of that, and I'm like, I, I listened to Kras right before that, and then I like looked at the lyrics, I was like, I was just laughing so hard. They're they're kind of like the gutter mouth of the eighties. Yeah, I love gutter mouth. Like, that's that's what I like about like hardcore. It's like some bands were like, there were good guys, but they'd sometimes be like mean to other bands. Like, it's like, oh, you like this? It's like we're gonna like shit on what you like. It's like freaking. I I, I just kind of think it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's cool. I'm gonna have to check them out. We were talking about managers. Oh yeah. And uh, was it my friend Tim? He was uh Tim Bailey. Mm-hmm. He was our manager for a little while in a sense, but he was just like, you know, he would find us shows and he would like schedule our, uh, our like winter tour or whatever, which sometimes like it ended up being like a, a show in Ventura, which is us and the other band and like two people. <laughs> and thanks to like things like the Black Flag, uh, again, the van of Black Flag yeah. book, like. They would talk about how they'd go play a show, and there'd just be, like, a couple people there. But, yeah. like, Greg Ginn would be, like, when he told Henry Rollins. It was, when, it was whenever Henry Rollins started. I, th- I, 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 it was Chuck Dukowski tackled him because he said, here's, a, here's, like, a song if you don't even care. And, like, Chuck tackles him, and he says, like, when you play with Black Flag, That's right. you play with, like, like everything you got. You Every don't time. You don't, like, just, like, patronize or do anything. It's, like, play like it's your last, well... I don't think he said that, but... No, but that's that, That's kind of what he too. sounds. Play like it's your last... Like it's your last show. Yeah. Yeah, that might... It was funny, because, like, that same thing, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I said it wrong. I said it great again, but it was Chuck. Mm-hmm. And he told them that, and, like... And then my cousin, he's, like, a half-cousin, but... Mm-hmm. He was, like, a little slow, just because when he was a kid, his brother stuck a crown in his ear, so he's just, like, a little slow, you know? Oh, yeah. But he was very smart, because he was, like... You know, Bernie, whenever you go play, just make sure that you always play like it's your last show. Like, because you never know when your last show is going to be. Yeah. It could be the show that you're about to play. It could have been the show that you already got done play. I was like, Jason, you're right. And yeah. Chuck, you're right. So we're playing that show on Ventura, and I'm just, like, playing extra hard as if, like, the whole room is just full of people that just, like, wanted to hear it, you know? And it was just, like, us and the other band and some other people, like, a couple other people. Yeah. It was funny because before that show, we went to the mall in Ventura and hand out flyers, and we got kicked out of the mall for <laughs> or soliciting whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, come to our show. Mm-hmm. We got kicked out of the mall. But, yeah, always play, always play the show like it's your last show. Yeah. But, like, Tim, you know, he got us on a couple shows that were no one <laughs> was going to go see. Yeah. <laughs> but he was our manager, but he was cool. He was our friend, you know, and it wasn't, he didn't really do much managing. He was just, like, helping us get shows and... I paid him by buying him pizza <laughs> once a month. <laughs> I'll take that payment, man. Like, right? pizza's, like, pizza, 
okay, I'm not gonna give away too much. I'm, I'm like I'm a teenager ninja turtle when it comes to pizza. Oh, you're Michelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> no, they all love pizza, but Michelangelo is my guy. Speaking of ninja turtles, you ever hear of the Ronin turtle? It was like after Leonardo, Raphael, and Donatello died, and it was only Michelangelo left. You know, he was like the funny one. Yeah. So he got like all bitter, but like kind of like lonely, especially so he would like go and be a, a lone Ronin fighting bad guys and stuff with and he'd have like a sword and he'd have his staff and he'd have the oh. everything he'd have the nunchucks and have everything all on them. That's kinda of, that kinda of sounds cool but very sad at the same time. Yeah it's pretty cool. It's drawn really cool too. But speaking of my friend Tim, because I asked him like what would you say to some young guys starting a band? And he said, Do it for the good times, the funny stories. You'll be able to tell your new friends in ten years the lessons you learned, the nostalgia when you're older. Do it because you'll go on tour with all your best friends and maybe get beat up a few times. We did. It was like the day his uh, dad had a heart attack. Oh. We didn't even know though, and we were like beating him up in the parking lot. <laughs> I don't know why what we were doing. <laughs> and he said, and it'll make you tougher. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for all the cool people you'll meet and lasting friends that can come from it. It's awesome. Good job, Tim. <laughs> no, I'm pumped on you guys with your band. I want you guys to like be awesome and have it, especially have a good time. You know. Yeah. And if you got like emotions, you got to get out. And, like that's where you get it out. Do your thing and then enjoy life afterwards. Yeah. Which uh, real fast, I was gonna end it, but I wanted to ask you guys, because you're like, you're, you know, your kids. Yeah. And uh, how did uh, how did you guys handle the pandemic? As kids, like school just ended, and then like. And then, like, grown-ups are over there doing this and that, and kids don't, like, really get the opportunity to, like, speak their minds and get do what they want to do, you know? Yeah. They're, um, like, last on the list of getting to do things. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? I feel like I don't, I've been talking most of it. I actually went around town a whole lot with my friends and just skated around. Yeah. That's when I started skateboarding, right in the heat of the pandemic. Perfect time, because there's no one around to stop yeah. you. <laughs> It's like a skateboarder's skate park all over the world. Yeah, JMS was completely open, so, like, you could skate that all day. Yeah, that's cool. That was, like, one of our base for skateboarding in Tatsby. No one kicked you out because it was closed down. No one was there. That's awesome. What about you? Uh, well, I kind of st uh, stayed at home a lot. Like, most of the time, I would just, like, lock myself in my room, like, and, like, I kind of liked it, like being alone, cause like uh, I was always surrounded by people, and like I never like had a chance to like find out who I was or like freaking like figure out. It's like and like in the span of those few months or like years, I like figured out what I like to do. I like to play guitar. I learned how to cut out stencils. I met like friends over like mutual like like stuff we like like punk rock. I like. All the friends, like, all the people I've met through the zine, like, I'm, like, homies with them. It's, like, like if I were to leave to Texas, I can hang with, like, Noogie or use Unauthorized. Cause, and, like, like because of, like, kind of isolation, I kind of learned to, like, I don't know, like, isolation taught me, like, a lot to, like, stay true, be myself. And, I don't know, it's, like, just, like, moments, like, kind of like that. It's, like, it kind of sucked because, like, sometimes you didn't want to be alone, but... I feel like you kind of needed it to, like... Find yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that. That was definitely... You guys could have just gone the other route and just, like, other people just, like, start drinking or doing drugs yeah. and just, like, 
done something very destructive to yourself, but like yeah. you started skateboarding over here and then you picked up a guitar and started learning patches, which like yeah. with all that free time and alone time, which is the best thing to do is like do new things and stuff, you know? Yeah. Figure new things out, figure yourself out, learn about yourself. You guys, great answers. <laughs> if that was your full answer, that was good answers. Thank you. We're going to be closing it up here. <laughs> I gotta go eat lunch. No, <laughs> no that's not why. We, we gotta go eat. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And after you guys put out, make a recording, let's have you guys back on after you get like a demo or. Heck yeah. That way we could put it on here, put it like, put the music on here too. Yeah. You guys will be able to get more people with your social gathering, but it would just be fun to get you guys on here too with yeah. your music. Yeah. Then we get like the rest of the band too. Oh, that'd be awesome. We'll hook up the third microphone so you could sit around the table. And you guys don't have to, like, share that one microphone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for coming on, Chris and Liam. Yeah. I said right, Liam, right? Leland. Leland, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm deaf. All right, this is the end of the episode. Can I say the last words? Yeah, go for it. And the words of the big boys, now go start your own band.